Welcome to My Cousin Jane, a podcast about Jane Austen and her works, with your host, Lee Phelan. Hey, everybody, welcome back to My Cousin Jane. So today we're going to be talking about some of the bonus features and interesting facts about what's going on in Persuasion Chapter 4. So we talked about last time how Jane Austen had strong familiarity with the Navy because of her brothers. Two of her brothers were uh, naval officers. One of them, Francis, going quite far through the naval ranks. And we'll talk about that here in a minute. But when chapter four opens, one of the first things we hear about is Captain Wentworth. And he is kind of the big love interest of persuasion. It plays a big role in the novel. But what's interesting about him is his backstory. So in chapter four, we find out that he was made commander as a consequence of the Battle of of San Domingo or St. Domingo. So naval rank basically goes like this during that time period. So during that time period, you had, you know, captains who, there were two types of captains. There were, if someone was in charge of a ship, you would always refer to them as captain, even though their rank might be something else. Technically, any officer could be in charge of the ship. Um, you know, if the if the acting cap if the real captain was killed and the commander was killed, the lieutenant could be the captain. But we had kind of all the lower ranking folks. We had uh, the midshipmen, and then we had lieutenants. And your rank as a lieutenant depended on how many lieutenants were on the ship. There was the first lieutenant, second lieutenant, etc. And then you would have a commander and the captain. So at the beginning of chapter four, we have Captain Wentworth who at the time, had just been made a commander as a consequence of the Battle of San Domingo. Now, this was another big battle that happened in the Napoleonic Wars. Not nearly as important as the Battle of Trafalgar, but still a pretty important battle. But once again, we have the British fleet basically uncontested. They lose no ships. French Navy loses a bunch of ships in this battle. And But as a consequence of this, we have Captain Wentworth being reaching the rank of commander. And we'll talk more about naval ranks here in a minute. So what's interesting about Captain Wentworth or Commander Wentworth at the time is the fact that he receives his big promotion to become commander during this battle, the Battle of San Domingo. And it's the same battle where Jane Austen's brother, Francis, who uh, becomes a highly decorated naval officer, also received a great promotion. And so there's a lot of parallelism between her real-life brother Francis, and Captain Wentworth in this novel. And so much so that some people think that Captain Wentworth is kind of like uh, a little bit of like wish fulfillment for her brother because her brother did not receive as much money in the Navy as Jane had hoped. But she makes sure that in some point in the novel, we learn that Captain Wentworth probably received at least 20,000 pounds in prize money. We'll talk about prize money in a little bit. But Francis does go on to eventually rise through the ranks um, and becomes, you know, rear admiral, vice admiral, full admiral. And then he goes on to eventually retire as admiral of the fleet. Admiral of the fleet at the time was kind of like an honorary position for high ranking admiralty for them to kind of retire with the highest honor the Navy, the Royal Navy could give you. And so you would usually see several admirals of the fleet uh, at a given time period. And so this was a way to honor them for their service. Now, the other interesting thing is how naval officers would go from 
uh, kind of the midshipman ranks to becoming an officer. And this was a kind of a key point in chapter four, because we learned that, that Wentworth, when he, Frederick Wentworth, when he comes on shore right after the Battle of San Domingo, he is a commander, but there's a lot of concern by Anne's friends that as he proposes to her, they're like, look, he's not very wealthy. He doesn't have a, a lot of prospects for achieving higher ranks. And that was because your ability to go from midshipman to higher rank depended a lot on your interest or basically how many friends in the aristocracy you had because the aristocracy had a huge influence over the Royal Navy. And if you were going to advance, it really helped if you had friends in high places, so to speak. So to go from midshipman to uh, become lieutenant, which was the first officer's rank, the first, not first officer, but the, the first rank in the officer corps, so to speak, you basically, you had to take a test. And then once you passed the test, and the test, it was hard to study for this test because it depended, it was given by three captains, and it depended on uh, kind of the proclivities of the people who were administering the tests, like what they would ask you about. They would ask you like different naval tactics and navigation and things like that. But the specific questions weren't like set. It could be really anything that they felt like asking. But then once you passed the test, you had the ability to then be promoted, but it depended on uh, kind of your whether you had friends or not. And then your promotion from there was kind of a mixture between uh, interest and uh, seniority and how well you kind of uh, carried yourself during battles, your performance and things like that. But once you became captain, at that point, everything was just based on seniority. So if you became vice admiral or rear admiral or admiral, all depended on when the people above you retired or died. But the big thing, and Sir Walter mentions this um, in the last chapter, about how the Navy takes men of obscure birth and helps them to rise in rank, and that was largely because of the amount of money they could receive in being in the Navy. So you, you earned a salary based on your rank. On top of that salary, if they captured or destroyed an enemy ship or captured enemy soldiers in battle, they could earn prize money. And the amount of prize money they earned kind of changed quite a bit over the years. And it, it depended on what laws were in effect at the time, as well as uh, what type of ship it was. Was it part of an enemy fleet that we were at war with? Or was it a privateering ship? Or was it a ship that was trying to illegally run slaves after uh, the British abolished the slave trade in 1807? And the amount of money you would get would depend on the type of ship how many people it had on it, whether you captured or destroyed it, how many guns it had, all of these different things. But the prize money was distributed then based on rank. And so the way it worked is imagine that you're on a ship, you're the captain, and you have been sent out on orders by the admiral, capture an enemy ship, it's worth a thousand pounds of prize money. You as the captain would get two eighths of of that. And then another eighth would go to the admiral, another eighth was divided amongst the lower ranking officers, another eighth, uh, eighth was divided amongst another group, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so even all the way down to the rest of the crew, all of the crew would get part of this prize money. And it would be divided into parts and shares depending on rank and uh, length of service, etc. You could earn altogether quite a bit of money depending on your rank and how many ships 
you were capturing. And so if you were a pretty brave captain and you had really good tactics and you know, a fair amount of luck, you could make a pretty sizable fortune. And we're told again in the novel uh, that Wentworth, we know that he made at least uh, around 20,000 pounds. Now, this is interesting because, again, we talked about this last time, but in the book, Jane Austen and the Navy, Brian Southern points out that this is in some ways kind of wish fulfillment because Jane's brother, also at the Battle of San Domingo, Francis, she felt like he did not earn as much prize money as he was entitled to. And so this is kind of like her way of of making things right, so to speak, by making Captain Wentworth get all this prize money and become rich and get all the ranks and advancement that he deserves. And what's interesting about this idea of prize money is that over the years in the United Kingdom, the laws have changed and shifted back and forth. And this idea was even brought back during the Crimean War and came up again during World War One. decisions being made about how much the Royal Air Force should get since they were helping to support the Navy. And then eventually prize money was kind of abolished and it was all paid into a central fund and distributed to everybody in the Navy, regardless of whether you were directly involved in the capture of the ship. But during the time of the Napoleonic Wars, the idea of prize money had a really strong influence over how the Royal Navy fought. Because in some cases, uh, it would be more profitable for you to capture a ship than to sink it, or to capture certain types of ships, or to go after certain types of ships. And so many historians think that the idea of prize money played a significant role in the development of battle tactics because you not only were trying to save your lives and defend your country, but you were also trying to maximize your profits that you would get through prize money. And so that influenced the decisions you would make. All right, so that's everything uh, we're going to talk about in chapter four. Again, the Navy's going to come up again and again in this book, and we're going to talk about it here and there. But for now, just the thing to remember, the key takeaway here, I think, is just how familiar Jane Austen was with the Navy, how much respect she had for its officers, and just what a pivotal role it plays in Persuasion and in Mansfield Park. And you can see she's familiar with the Army as well. Uh, She has a brother who was in the Army, and you can see that in Pride and Prejudice. But the influence of the Navy, I think, was even more so uh, in her life. And you can see that by the central role it plays in persuasion. So once again, if you like the podcast, please share it with your friends. Uh, If you have a comment or question, or uh, if you are an expert in Naval Royal Navy prize money and you feel like I've made a horrible error, please let me know. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you'd like to help support the show, please head over to leefalen.com slash mycousinjane, sign up for our newsletter, or click on the little donate button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening.